Welcome to Season 2 from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. Joining me today are Bex and Han from Delu, a great business that focuses on seasonal and sustainable recipes. I can't wait to start chatting with you both, but first, a huge welcome to From A Lancashire Lass. How are you today? Good, thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank very you. exciting. It is brilliant. I'm, we're very glad it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I first heard about you both on um, the Nearly Weds podcast with Jamie Lang and Sophie Habu um, mm-hmm. as one of their favourite ideas, um, which is a, a great podcast if you're getting married like myself or if you just like the two of them are just amazing together. And so I just heard the business and thought, I've got to get you on my podcast to talk about it more. So why don't you explain, first of all, why you came up with this business idea? Yeah, so um, it actually kind of started as a build your own cookbook. Um, So the first kind of product that we had out there before the wedding favours was kind of we decided one day we were talking about all the cookbooks we had and we realised that we only kind of cook some of the recipes in those cookbooks. So we thought... What it makes more sense if you could have a kind of more personalized approach to it and just kind of choose the recipes you want. So, we're like, why don't we create recipe postcards that people can buy and then build a cookbook themselves with recipes that they actually want to cook? So, that was kind of the start of it because we'd had various people kind of asking us for recipes and we'd started kind of putting stuff on on social media and things and quite a good response and then we kind of started talking a little bit more and the personalized aspect and kind of having those personal relationships to food is quite key to both of us um so that kind of merged into the wedding postcards in that the the kind of whole thought behind them is to have a couple um and having them kind of in recipe form so we chat to them we meet with them get to know them a little bit um, virtually of course um, would not be possible in person and then we create a recipe um, that's basically based around their tastes likes dislikes and them as people um, so we we absolutely love a wedding and Bex is actually engaged as well so um, <laughs> it kind of all came at once yeah um, so yeah that was the kind of how it happened I guess and so how did you get your idea on on nearlyweds are you listening to it as well Bex I'm completely hooked with their yeah (laughs) organization sometimes (laughs) I know yeah so basically I same as you I really like both of them I've always watched Made in Chelsea um and then I saw that obviously they'd got engaged and they were doing this podcast so I was like oh it'll be it'll be interesting to listen to and obviously yeah I got engaged so I was like I mean it's like a a a win-win isn't it really you get to listen to them who's like severely entertaining and obviously you might get some tips at the same time um and then I obviously listened to them and I was like they're they're talking about obviously favors and everything and I said to Han and I was like oh I "I wonder if we should should write to them or not and we were like well we might as well go for it because what's the worst that's going to happen like they just don't mention it and I was listening to one of them and they said oh our next stuff is something to do with Deloo and Bex and Han and I I paused it and I was like oh my god and I I literally quickly text Han and I was like, oh my God, we're on the new <laughs> podcast. And we obviously didn't know about it at all. Um, so yeah, that was really good. And to be fair, we did get quite a lot of interest, didn't we, from it as well? Yeah, yeah. It was, I think initially we were actually just writing them because we knew they were engaged and we were like, 
they might be interested in this as a wedding favor just yeah. like a complete shot in the dark I don't think we even like expected it really to be read out that's why it was it was a real <laughs> surprise so then when we heard it that was uh fantastic and things like that seem to kind of pop up uh, we'll see an article occasionally with us in it and we're like oh didn't realize we were there but it's, yeah it's all great I yeah. guess <laughs> I think when you're organizing a wedding you do want these kind of unusual aspects as I think with COVID as well, people have been having the ceremonies like outside in parks and mm. there's so many ways to make it special and unique to the couple. So I've really yeah. enjoyed listening to to that. And when I heard this again, like with food and everything, it's such a good idea. So how did you two meet in terms of together working on Deleu? Well, <laughs> we met long ago because we're actually sisters. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah, we've um we've cooked together for a very long time. We have, yeah. Um, and before it became anything business-wise, we just like, we've always been obsessed with Bake Off. We used to like recreate stuff on there, and it's just always been something that we absolutely loved. And then in lockdown, we'd be like video calling each other, kind of like, "What are you making?" and things like that, and and just kind of decided to go from there. It's something that I feel like we've always probably wanted to do but just never really had any time to do it and so lockdown was a kind of a useful way to to use that time and actually kind of create something from it um we both have full-time jobs though so it's a lot trickier yeah. um these days um but yeah we've um we've been cooking together for quite some time yeah and so but like your becks in hand so tell me again how the name came about <laughs> yeah so so basically um we after thinking a lot about this a lot didn't we I don't know how many different names we had written down yeah. and we were like we want it something that's like personal to us so um it's Dalu so Han's middle name is Daisy that's the dabit and then mine's Louise so that's the L-O-U so that's where we basically squished them both together and Dalu was formed <laughs> basically yeah I think coming up with a business name is one of those things that you can just spend absolutely ages on yeah. and I was listening to like some kind of uh like business podcasts and um shout out to creative rebels um <laughs> and and we, I was just like I could spend we could just talk about this for absolutely ages so we were like let's just come up with something simple that is kind of us and that was kind of where we landed um mm. and I think it, it encapsulates us quite well yeah <laughs> it sounds really kind of like sophisticated and kind of exclusive it oh, kind of has that, <laughs> that feel um so obviously like you mentioned you've been real foodie people kind of forever mm. and like your Instagram is very aesthetically pleasing what would you say are your favorite meals to cook Ooh. I'm I think I'm more of a sweet person um so I will go yeah basically if we go out for a meal you'll usually you go for a starter and a main. I'm mm. always a main and dessert. Dessert is, no matter how full I am, I'm fitting a dessert in. I've got a different stomach for my dessert. So I think I'm more I'm more of a classic kind of bake, more of a baker. And you're kind of like, you're going to throw any, any flavours in, aren't you, anywhere? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what my, like, go-to recipe is. Um, I mean, actually, one yeah. genuinely, this is going against the sweet thing, but yeah, I know. Uh, is the Mississippi mud pie like that was the first recipe that we created, actually, kind of put out there, yeah, and that is genuinely because it's just something that like we both absolutely love. So Bex does love sweets, but she's less of a kind of chocolate person, but we're just absolutely obsessed with it, and it's just the kind of biggest crowd pleaser 
Um, so I feel like that's one that I come back to and actually make yeah, you a could. lot. Yeah. Um, but also tacos. I came to that whilst I was talking about the mud pie. <laughs> I make uh, tacos like all the time. You do make um, tacos all the time. Tortilla press, which I'm absolutely obsessed with. Best present ever. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just feel like I could eat a taco any time of the day. <laughs> so say you had to like have your last meal on earth. What would you start a main and dessert be or your main and dessert and start a main if you had to just choose like to eat this oh, time, not to make? That's so tricky. Um, what would mine be? My starter would be specifically some scallops from a place called The Wheelhouse in Falmouth, which has actually recently closed, which is very upsetting. Um, do you know? Um, yeah, no, I'm just thinking Falmouth. I've been to the um is that is that where you got you guys are from around there in the- uh so we're from Devon but I lived in Falmouth for three years because I went to Exeter Uni down there yeah. so I know it quite well yeah um, so, so in Falmouth we went to the oh my gosh what's it, what's it called it's not like a port but it's where like the water sports are and we had like a um we had some kayaks on the river around Falmouth and then yeah. went to a went shopping down there a bit um and it was I was trying to think if it was the same restaurant we also went to, but I'm not sure it was. This it was, was a like a quite small and eclectic, mm. I guess. Yeah. Okay, so scallops for your starter. <laughs> scallops yes, would also I be my like... starter. <laughs> They're so so good. The butter that they do with them yeah. is just I think unreal. I wasn't sure what mine was gonna be, but now you said that mm. I re- I'm second in the starter. Yeah. The starter yeah. was a a definite to the scallops but has to be specifically from the wheelhouse in Falmouth yeah absolutely um and my main I was funny enough thinking about this the other day because I listened to a menu podcast quite a lot so I was like thinking what would mine be um it might I do love a roast it's hard to bypass a roast um same with tacos <laughs> then um, it, but then it would have to, if you had a roast there it would have to be our mum's roast that's true as. yeah she'd have to <laughs> she'd have to cook that um, and I think for dessert mm, probably for me either the Mississippi mud pie or like a some sort of hot chocolate pudding yeah like chocolate sauce I think mm, I think my dessert would have to be a pavlova that's my go-to I can't like because you can eat so much of it but you don't feel too full Mm. but it's also great because it's a dessert but it's almost like feels like you're eating just like really nice sugary air <laughs> yeah 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 it just it's not it's not heavy at all so no. with, with like your wedding how's your wedding planning going and have you kind of thought about <laughs> food yet <laughs> um I've not thought about anything <laughs> I'm not gonna lie uh we we've been together for a very very long time and we got engaged and I started looking into it and I was like this is this is intense there's so much you have to think about and I kind of just haven't looked at anything again we got we got as far as looking at a few venues and that was literally as far as we got but I knew one thing is the food has to be incredible that was like my one of my number one things I was like nobody could come to my wedding and the food not be amazing so that's that's as far as I've got with uh with the wedding we know that what the favors will be though yeah that's for sure I feel like there's just too much choice with weddings in terms of like the dresses the the venues it obviously depends on the dates and everything like you kind of go from based on that don't you in my head I kind of wanted 
like a massive charcuterie board for starters and like a sharing thing but then the, the venue we chose doesn't do that so it's kind of like we've chosen the venue over the food in a way um yeah, yeah. but there, but i agree this is it's very intense to do all that can you talk me through how it works then like talk me through the process if, if there's a couple and they they want you know you to do their their favors talk me through in a bit more detail how you from like speaking to them figure out the recipe yeah so um first of all we kind of get to understand a little bit about what they need so kind of how many people will be going um kind of a bit about the wedding in general i guess that gives us a good idea because it's kind of all taken into account when we create that recipe so um first and foremost that's the kind of basic information i guess we need and then we'll set up a meeting with them um so a virtual call and um have them both there and just kind of chat to them and get to them so we've got kind of questions that we go through but it's more like just a conversation because I feel like we're we're much better placed to know what sort of recipe is right for them if we get to know them just a little bit and surprisingly you can actually do that quite quickly um like once you get chatting and generally the people that are interested in this as their wedding favor love food so they're really keen to talk about it and be like oh no I love this or you like that and and you quite quickly come to like hear what it is that they, they're kind of keen on the most so there'll be a choice between either sweet or savory or if they want one of each one of each um, and then from there we'll kind of take away the notes that we've made during the call um, and come up with a concept so after that we'll get in touch with them um, obviously then if they're happy which generally is the case um, then we'll go away and we'll go through quite a a rigorous testing um, so we make sure that we've tested it we have some external uh, testers that, that help us out as well and then we'll send it off for printing. Um, but we keep in contact with them kind of the whole time to say it's at this stage and now it's going off for printing and, and when we've kind of actually finally sent in the post and things. So it's all quite like personal. We want to keep that relationship there and stuff. So you're literally creating the recipe. It's not like you're looking at, say, John and Amber and thinking they look like a roast beef kind of couple. You're, you're actually <laughs> creating the recipe yeah yep. so yeah we've I think we always write down like you say like the different like flavors if somebody like really doesn't like ginger we obviously know to stay clear of that and allergies um, and kind of dietary requirements and things like that um, yeah so so it's completely bespoke it is yeah, completely bespoke um, for the couple so it really is kind of one of a kind for them no one else will be having that recipe for their wedding um and it'll be as I say personalized on the cards themselves as well so it's it's really special um and we really like being part of people's day in that way it's it's very heartwarming for us, even though we're not there in person. <laughs> and then if they're favours, obviously they're on, on the table as people kind of sit down. So is the idea that these people will take it away and kind of make that recipe and it will remind them of the couple? Yes. Yeah, exactly Basically, that. Yeah. Um, we really want to, like, again, wedding favours can be, like, you get a complete array of different things that people have for wedding favours, but we wanted to do something that meant that people would get to take away something that's, like, really meaningful um, and so you'd actually remember that wedding and you've got something to kind of go back to it like so many kind of memories are based in food for us and I think for a lot of people and so it just felt like a really kind of personal experience to be like this is our recipe and and we think they're all pretty delicious so hopefully people <laughs> um, are kind of making those afterwards and and get to kind of almost relive the day I think people are always quite sad when their wedding's over obviously it's a big exciting day so to kind of hear from people being like oh I made this recipe and it was great mm -hmm. and what a great day and things like that I think is it's nice to remember um when when you've had a really nice experience yeah because they say don't they like music has a lot of 
like instant memory connections and also food like you when you were saying your favorite like your last three meals say you were saying from somewhere in Falmouth you like your mum's roast like they were all places things that you've got good memories and memories about um so what would you yeah. say have you got like any examples of recipes you've done in the past are they that you could maybe share like kind of what what you you created yeah I mean we've got one right here even though those of you watching you'll have to look on our site to see um kind of what they look like but this is an example of one if you can maybe see that yeah. um so it's Alex and Tom's, they know we're sharing this, so it's fine. Um, Alex and Tom's strawberries and cream donut sandwiches. Mm -hmm. So um, this is essentially kind of donuts, which we ate so many donuts <laughs> in making this um, recipe. Um, so they wanted a summer recipe and they'd kind of, we'd gone through the process of chatting to them and, and seeing what they want and stuff. Um, so it's a summer-based recipe because we work, try and work seasonally with the ingredients that we include. That's really important to us. Um, and yeah, we created this based on what they said they like and decided to have got some uh, macerated strawberries in there, which includes gin because they both absolutely love gin. So we wanted to try and work alcohol in there in some way um, and both kind of keen for fresh fruit and something that's kind of indulgent but light as well. So um, yeah, this came together and strawberry cream donut was born. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> how, it's nice. How do we even start that? Like, where do you, where do you go first thinking, that would be good for them or I know you say like from what you talk about but when you've got kind of an idea how do you start with the recipe um so I guess we've had a lot of practice with cooking so it comes at, like like Beck said she's kind of quite classic in the way that she cooks and I am awful kind of experimenting as much as possible so we kind of come somewhere in the middle but again sometimes we might take a lead on a recipe because one of us is better placed mm. for that um but it's kind of thinking about things that we've come across like we eat a lot of different foods and um I think it, it makes such a big difference what they've said that they do and don't like so often people have like a favorite ingredient so you know that you want to kind of incorporate that they would have picked sweet or savory and then you sort of build it on from there um and then we'll, we'll often like re review the notes to make sure that we've kind of captured everything that that we think needs to be within it and like I said we run it past them as well before we take it much further um, to make sure that they're happy with it and it's always a yes um, but it's always nice to just kind of touch base to make sure that they are um, but it's different every time one of us could have seen something or eaten something out before and we were like oh that's fantastic and we always kind of keep notes of things that we maybe want to go back to in the future so there's lots of different places I think we get inspiration I think yeah I think because we watch we watch like the cooking shows and even just like research online like even just like read articles about food and even like a wait the Waitrose weekend magazine it's always got, food, <laughs> always got food in it so different parts obviously always like have some something that will help us create that recipe and like we said one of us will usually like suddenly there'll be like a light bulb like oh this would be a really good idea to put in there and then like, like Han said we kind of like build off that and what's the duration of that kind of experimental creating the recipe to length of time um generally we stick to within kind of two weeks um largely it's kind of shorter than that but it depends um on how many we've kind of got that we're working on at that moment um so if it's kind kind of a busier period then um we'd it, it would probably take those two weeks but we generally kind of keep it um 
as short as possible. Sometimes it comes really quick, but like the latest one we did, I think we came up with the concept the day that we spoke to the couple. And then we kind of got back to them in, I think maybe a week after we tested it for the kind of just initial run. So it really depends on how much we've kind of got going on at, at that moment in terms of um, couples that we're talking to and stuff. But largely it's it's relatively quick, I think. A couple so, of weeks yeah, for an idea to kind of like cement evolve. itself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and have you ever made something that you really really hate but obviously it depicts this couple so well that you you have to like grin and smite like taste it but you think like you don't like it I don't think so but there are definitely times where so I don't eat meat I eat fish but so I'm a pescatarian so if there are meaty ones um that's all about you, you take the reins on that one yeah um but like I'll always we'll always test the components that we can um so again Bex is got silent celiac um so she's gluten free so we'll often even if it's kind of uh for example a tart that we made recently she'll make a gluten-free base for her to test the other components because we've got quite good at making things gluten-free for us to be able to test yeah and then we make all of our friends and family try it as well so that we can yeah. get lots of opinions <laughs> and gluten-free is so hard to find that's good like i'm gluten-free and i find like it took so long to find a good pasta that and, and I'm still not found like a, a good bread that doesn't taste like paper, like heavy horribleness. But like uh, Sainsbury's do like the nicest pasta I've had. And like our whole house now just has gluten free because like you can't really taste the difference. Um, mm, so it's yeah. good that you sort of do all the kind of dietary requirements for people. And I guess like what's it like working as sisters doing it like as a as a team? I mean pretty good yeah I mean we've never this is going to sound really strange because I know not many siblings can say it but we genuinely have like never really argued we've always got on very very well and I think that's why we always said yeah it just works like we bounce off each other like it's kind of like the best type of business partner because we obviously get along and like I said your ideas might be different mine might, might be different but because we get on so well we can always like you said meet in the middle somewhere there's no arguing saying we should go with one idea and not the other idea I think that means that we can be quite like upfront with each other as well so if we think something's a bad idea we'll just be like no we can't do that or like I don't think that's the right way to go so we won't kind of beat around the bush I guess we're pretty <laughs> open and honest and it like it's easier to balance I think as well if one person has more kind of going on just in general then the other one can kind of step up a little bit yeah, um, yeah you said that you, had, you said you had like full-time jobs as well as this so are those jobs sort of linked to food or what what do you guys do full-time no <laughs> and nothing to do with food whatsoever <laughs> which is strange but yeah it's it's it is strange isn't it because we it's something that we absolutely love and like you said we've we've wanted it to always be in it but we just don't know how to get we didn't know what we wanted yeah. to do because we didn't really have the desire to be chefs um, and like we're not kind of trained in that respect but the amount of cooking we've done and and things I think we've really grown those skills just ourselves sometimes just unintentionally we maybe do it a little bit more consciously now so we'll be like oh should we kind of learn how to poach an egg for example which I couldn't do until about two years ago it's very tricky um, <laughs> and we're kind of more consciously work towards something um, but yeah, I work in education technology and Bex is actually studying from masters, aren't you? I have so lots going on. <laughs> construction industry. So definitely neither to do with fish. Yeah. <laughs> Quite different. So 
like you said, you've got your personalized cookbook, you've got these wedding favors. What if like a couple wanted to come to you and they just wanted the recipe for themselves, but not for the favors? Like, is that something you do or is it just the favors? We haven't, uh, we haven't had any occasions of that. It, I don't think that we'd be against it. Um, so we'd obviously have to kind of discuss pricing wise for that. And that would be different to the favors I would imagine. Um, no one has asked that before, but I guess if someone was interested, then um, it would. we'd sort of treat it, I guess, in the same sort of way that we do. Like we've worked with businesses before. If um, if there's like a product that they want to promote or something, um, we do it in a similar sort of way to that, I guess. Um, so it's, yeah, food for thought. If anyone's out there and interested, <laughs> let us know. Well, it's a lot of your time and a lot of money, I guess, trial and error, you know, because food and ingredients mm. are expensive and you'll want to make yeah. like seasonal, like you said, and you'll want it to be the best it can. So you won't want to go on cheap, cheap ingredients. So it'll mm. be a lot of, of that expense that people won't think of when you just print out an, a recipe. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, I think we found the pricing quite tricky to do right at the beginning so we were just like what can we this is how much we kind of think it should be worth and then you've got to factor in your time because yeah we do spend a lot of time and effort and as much as we love it we also obviously want to be able to charge an appropriate price for it so um mm. it's yeah it's really tricky to decide that at the beginning but you're absolutely right especially with kind of fuel prices and and just all everything going up in the home including ingredients it's been tricky to try and figure that out yeah. Um, yeah. and also try and be fair yeah of course so if we talk a little bit about pricing then just so if people are listening they've got a bit of an idea do you want to talk me through kind of the different things and the pricing I guess yeah so in terms of the postcards themselves which you can buy off our website they're $3.99 each um, in terms of the wedding postcards though we kind of do that on a bespoke basis again kind of depending on the amount that you want and yeah so we'll chat to the the couple about what their needs are in terms of that um so happy to chat to anyone lots of people will fill out the um register interest forms and stuff on our website which normally gives us a really good idea to get back to them with yeah and my final question was just kind of like in terms of these recipes that you're you're making is there is there one that you've made so far that's been your absolute favorite or the one that you're most proudest of or that you are like really enjoyed making i think this is a be mud pie <laughs> yeah i mean i'll i'll to be different i won't pick the mud pie but we both really <laughs> love that um we've made a couple's oh, is that my, oh i don't know that's so tricky um we did work with a couple recently actually that i'm maybe it's because it's recently sticking in my mind but it was a pistachio a lemon and pistachio frangipan tart um, with honey, lemon, and vanilla cream. Um, and it's got loads of fresh kind of summer fruits on it and things. So there's really nice balance of flavors and it's not kind of too sickly. So you can eat quite a lot of it. Um, and it just looks really pretty as well. So yeah, I, I really like that one. And obviously like sustainability is, is important and it's sort of echoed in your, your Instagram. So if people want to get in touch with you, how, well, first of all, do you mind giving out your Instagram handle and also maybe your website, how people can get interested? Yeah, absolutely. Our Instagram handle is frustratingly uh, at underscore underscore Deloo. Um, and then 
our website is www.delu.co um, and people can reach out to us on either of those really um i think probably the website is best because you can give a bit of extra information um and, and that'll come straight to our email but we do check instagram somewhat regularly so yeah either of those is absolutely fine we'd love to hear from anyone oh well, it's been absolutely fascinating and just so interesting to talk about these and sort of an another well a very very unique idea for weddings and I guess if people want to buy the recipes as well they can do so yeah thanks for joining me thank you very much for yeah, having thank us. you for having us thanks for listening and we'll see you next week to keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire lass Follow on Facebook and Instagram at From a Lancashire Lass.